Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. There were fairly chaotic scenes, it would appear, on the dart yesterday. Uh, This is the delay outside Bray, which resulted in some people actually opening the doors of the dart and then walking uh, along the uh, the lines to the dart station. Stefan is there, is uh, on the line today. Stefan, you were actually travelling on the dart yesterday. Will you just describe the scene for us? Yes, certainly. Um, We waited at the train station yesterday to get out to the air show for over an hour and trains were going by absolutely packed and eventually when we did get onto one we, we you know it was a very very busy train uh, which we thought would be bearable for a 15 minute journey from uh, Glenagiri to to Bray but uh what should have been a 15 minute journey turned out we, we you know we got on at half 2 and we didn't actually get off the train till 4 o'clock it was sweltering it was is the only way to describe it uh, we were told that there was a delay with a passenger on a train in front of us and there would be a five-minute delay. But five minutes became half an hour, became an hour, and people were really starting to get distressed. And were they standing, Stefan, or was everybody seated? Or, like, what was the situation? All, all, of, all of the seat, uh, seats were occupied. In fact, it got so warm that people were getting up to let you know, elderly people sit down and um, mums with babies and stuff like that. But... It was like going to any crowded match. The, you know, the, the train was wedged, absolutely wedged. The, the temperature inside the train was so hot that parents were sort of stripping their, their kids down and, you know, getting them out of their clothes. You know, letting them, we were trying to get the kids to the windows so that they could get some air. If there was air conditioning there, it, it wasn't working sufficiently. And it, it got to the point that... People, you know, were really getting into a point where the a panic could break out. So it was, it was, it was fairly scary. Now, I heard Barry Kenny on on breakfast earlier this morning, and he said there wasn't any reports now of of there being a fault or that logged with with the air conditioning. But I suppose if the dart wasn't, if it wasn't moving, you know, the, the ventilation mightn't have been operating in the same in the same way. But it, it was de- it was desperate hot, was it, Stefan? It was it was exceptionally hot. Like we were soaked, our, our skin was soaked. You know, we we had drinks in our bag, and we ended up passing them out to people around us because people were really, really uncomfortable. And like, I don't know if the air conditioning was working or not. The windows were open, but a train that packed and not moving. There's mm-hmm. no air circulating. Uh, you know, there was I there was people. Some people opened doors on on the train in front. Of the, they they said that the doors were forced. I know for a fact that the doors weren't forced in the carriage I was in, and I can only speak for that carriage. Mm. The emergency handle was pulled to open the doors because it was turning into a situation which could have got much, much worse. So was that to let it, to let air in effectively, Stefan? Is that, that why? was to let air in. When, when the doors opened, the, the rush of cold air into that, into that carriage was like, it was unbelievable. You know, it was, it, it, it just got to a point where you could just see parents looking around and going, no, this we've tried everything. There's been very little communications. In fact, one gentleman tried to contact the driver, and there's a, a button you can press to mm. communicate, and that wasn't didn't seem to be working. And once people started walking past our carriage, and the message had gone around online that there was no more trains going into Bray, a, a gentleman got up and he pulled the emergency handle to open the doors, and he and he did the right thing. 
And and did, did you get out of the dart and, and walk along the line, Stefan? Or did you stay yeah, there? Yeah, I, 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 like no parent wants to walk along a railway line with a child. It's, you know, it, but this, the situation on that carriage was getting dangerous and people had to get off that carriage. So we we ended up getting off and walking back towards Shankill because that was nearer than Bray. And thankfully, about halfway back to the station, there was a lady who had a house that backed onto the railway line and she allowed people to actually go through her back garden and through her garage out into her housing right. space to get people off the railway line. You know, it, you know, it, it, was an, oh, it was not a comfortable experience yeah. at all. No, I saw the videos, I mean, last night and, and this morning, and it's a, you know, it, it, it's a pretty, um, it's, an, it's a pr- pretty incredible looking sight when you see people and, and young children walking along the, the dart line. You, you nearly wouldn't believe it was in Dublin. You, you wouldn't, and 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 the, the the assumption was that the people were jumping off the train because they wanted to get to see an air show. Uh, I, uh, my ten year old told me that was the le- the least my worries. Mm. We barely, we didn't see a plane for the day. I wanted them off that train because it wasn't safe. Okay. It could have gotten into a worse situation, and <laughs> unfortunately, the, the lesser of the two dangerous situations was walking the track, which you know we had to just get out of there and get off the track. Uh, Stay with us, Stefan. I have another caller on the line as well. I think Pip is, is joining us too. Um, Pip, you were, how are you? Well, what was your okay. experience? Um, it was very similar to Stefan's. Um, I was on the first train, the train ahead of Stefan's probably, because we were just outside Bray. And our carriage didn't have any openable windows and the air conditioning was not working. And um, the delay that was reported by Erin Redairn was five minutes, but we were sitting there easily for 20 with no ventilation and it escalated then when a woman down the back of the carriage started to faint and then another woman had a panic attack and of course once one person starts freaking out everyone else starts to get freaked out and children started to get upset and um, elderly people couldn't breathe and it was just horrible so somebody opened the doors to let air in Mm. and then people started to get off they shouldn't have but they did Just, just a few people not everybody and then the driver came on the tannoy then to tell us not to get off the train, that it was really unsafe. And now we were causing a delay by being on the tracks. But up until that point, the driver had not communicated with us at all about what the delay was, how long it was expected to take. Um, yeah, it was it was really uncomfortable. And, and like Stefan said, we were we were covered in sweat. Um, people that had drinks were passing them around. Um, yeah, it was unbearably hot. People were taking to close off their children because the children were overheating and crying and screaming and I want to get off the train. Why Why can't we get off the train? It was It was very distressing. It sounds like a, v- a very uncomfortable atmosphere, Pip, certainly yeah. from what you've described. Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't too bad at first, but after about 10, 15 minutes sitting there and the, like, the sun was beating into the carriage, um, people were kind of getting a bit yeah. tense. And then... And you're so there was no communication. So you say you were actually uh, in the carriage, sitting in the seat on the dart. You say it was twenty minutes, wasn't five minutes, like we it heard was earlier. At least, at least fifteen at least. minutes before someone started having a panic attack, and then another probably five or ten minutes before the doors were open. Okay. Yeah. And in that time, no, there was no communication at all through the the intercom no. or the speakers or nothing to the, say what was happening. The driver did not speak to us until people were on the tracks. And then it was there was communication to say. 
don't go out onto the tracks. Do not disembark. Now it's unsafe. The train in the station can now no longer leave the station because people are on the tracks, which means we can't go into the station because we have to wait for that train to move out. And what, what made it worse was while the driver was on the intercom explaining the situation and asking us to stay on the train, we could hear people trying to get into his cabin, trying to kick the door in and shouting at him and saying they were going to um, come in and press the button and open all the doors. It was And that kind of caused the panic to get even worse then because people felt like the driver wasn't safe. Um, it, it, was, it was awful. Yeah. It was really scary. Uh, Nolene is on the line as well. Um, well, Nolene, tell us about your day yesterday. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, very similar. I have to say very, very similar. Um, we actually drove in from Longford and we had been told as well, don't go, don't bring your car. It's, you're not going to be able to get parking. They won't let you into Bray. So naturally we said, well, we'll get the dart. We'll park near the dart station and we'll go from there. And we arrived at Booterstown at about half twelve. And uh, thinking that we'd get the next, and we'd be there by one o'clock, thinking, oh, this is going to be a lovely day. We arrived up on the platform and it was absolutely jammed. So two trains went by and nobody could get on. They only opened the doors to let the air in. And then the lady beside me had a small family and she said, that's the fifth train to go by. She says, we're going home, that's it. So I suggested that we go across the other side of the track and we get the train the opposite direction Mm. to go further down to try and get on a train. And um, we got to Colester before it looked like there was less people. That's how full, it was like a sea of people at Connolly Station. It was incredible. So we got on the train at Colester then, and we ended up being the third train that was stuck yesterday. So I think I might have been on the same train as Stefan there, because we were nearer Shank Hill. And my big issue with this was, it was absolutely terrifying to watch little kids get so upset. I saw a man lying on the ground receive first aid. And I saw babies crying and people were just threatened. And like that, they were banging the door down with the drivers to try and find out what was going on. No communication, except there was a delay due to some issue with a train in front of us. But the biggest problem I had was that this was going on already. We could have stopped and stayed at Shankill Station, but they allowed our train to leave as well. So there was three trains now stuck on the track with issues. So this was a complete screw up absolute complete screw up and it was terrifying and was there many in your group Nolene? There was three of us myself my husband and I have an intellectually disabled young man and he was going around we had spare water so he was going around giving water to everybody and all he wanted to do was help because people were so upset and he he has an autistic um, problem as well and he thought he could help and calm everybody and it was it was a very very difficult situation there was an elderly lady in a wheelchair and we were offering her water and did she want to sit in our chair was she more comfortable and it was just horrific absolutely yeah. horrific Stefan you mentioned was it your 10 year old son was there yeah, with you yeah, yeah. and I mean was indeed was he I mean how like was he frightened or what was his do you know what? He, he, he's, a, he's a great lad. There, there was a lady beside me there, and in fact, she she got in touch with me today on Twitter. Uh, she had a little fourteen-month-old baby, and uh, my my son Harry, uh, the the child was crying, was upset, and so Harry played with the little baby to try to keep him occupied. And she sent a lovely message today to say that he was a great young lad Aww. for helping her. But uh, yeah, he got a fright. You yeah. know, he he certainly got a fright. He, he 
you know, he's kind of looking up to me, saying, you know, things are okay, things are grand, you know. You don't, you obviously, like every other parent in the carriage, you don't want to frighten your child, but it, it, it was a very uncomfortable experience for any parent on that carriage. Uh, Irish Rail's Barry Kenny uh, was speaking about this situation on News Talk Breakfast earlier this morning. You know, I think the vast majority of people who found themselves uh, in a situation where they were off the train did so out of genuine concern, out of the fact that they were facing uh, an extended delay. But I think, you know, literally, unfortunately, had it been just a couple of minutes more, uh, the first train would have moved in, everything else would would have kept moving and we would have been able to assist people. Yeah, I know they said as well, they are going to review now this entire uh, situation and they did acknowledge as well, or Barry did acknowledge that it was upsetting and, and distressing for, for a lot of people out there. Um, by all accounts though, Pip, you know, from talking to you and, and Stefan and, and Nolene today, there, you know, there, a lot of people sort of, um, everybody seemed to kind of work together or certainly a lot of people did, you know, mm. to keep a, an yeah. air of calm about the, car- the carriages. Absolutely, yeah. It was really difficult to stay, to, to calm everybody down, um, there were a lot of people that were very distressed and upset and were getting very worked up, which obviously wasn't going to help them or the situation. It was really difficult to also remain calm so as not to spread mm-hmm. the panic. But it, yeah, it was it was awful. I think the 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 biggest um, disappointment in the whole thing was the lack of communication mm-hmm. between the stations and the drivers and what was happening and how they could could have alleviated the stress. Do you know what I mean? Like the fact that um, that the that they let trains continue to leave stations, knowing that there was a hold up at Bray, that never should have happened. They should have stopped the trains, asked people to get off, and say, "There's a delay. Please, you know, make alternative arrangements." Rather than letting three trains then get stuck, you know, it, it was it was awful. And then of course, it's like it's very easy for Barry Kenny to say, "Well." The, the wait would have only been a couple of minutes more. We did not know that. We didn't know how long we were going to have to sit there. Okay. And it was already unbearable. And that's you know? that's 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 your point, um, Nolene, really, isn't it? I mean, look, whatever about what happened, yeah. but it's, 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 it was it appears it was the lack of communication. Yeah, there was no communication. When our driver eventually did come out to us, he said, I have no information for you. I'm as wise as you. I do not know what's going on. So he had no information for us. Okay, and it was overcrowded, and all of the trains were overcrowded, and there was just very poor planning. I think yeah. on behalf of Irish Rail, it just was. It should never have gotten to that. More texts coming in. Actually, I see here as well people talking about um, uh, buses and asking about bus services, and, and what was the story there that everybody felt they that they had to get the dart. Um, look, five three one zero six is the number. If you were on one of the darts that Stefan and and Pip and Nolene were all on yesterday, and you want to get in touch with us here to tell us your experience on the program, uh, please do. So you can email us either. That's lunchtime live at newstalk.com. But uh, listen, Stefan, Pippin and, and, and Nolene, actually, before I let you go, did you get to see the show after all this? No. Nothing. <laughs> uh, Nothing. Yeah, I wasn't um, going to the Bray show, so I was just going to meet a friend. I did get there eventually, but I didn't get home until nearly 10 o'clock. Last are you night. serious? And you didn't no, see you didn't, I, you didn't see it either, Nolene? No, we, um, we on the train when it arrived then finally at half five in Bray, and so I'd been on a train since half twelve. <laughs> so I we went to Bray and I sat in my seat and I said, I am not getting off this train. And they told us, you have priority, you can stay there and we'll go straight back out again. 
and we went straight back to Booterstown and I got back into Longford at 10 o'clock having spent five hours on the train. So you came the whole, the whole way from Longford to Bray and you it. didn't get to see that one plane? No, not one plane, no. <laughs> not even a rescue plane. Well, listen, you, you, you better get the VIP treatment so next year uh, you can get on to Barry <laughs> Kenny so about that. They'll have to well, look after you. Well, here's a good one for you. That was my first day to use my travel pass. So I don't believe you. Work. Well, yeah, well, you've a great <laughs> story to be able to tell, Nolene, after, after all of that, for sure. All right. Listen, thanks a million for joining us here on the programme today. 1800 453 106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.